Hello and welcome to Air Mick Talks, the fortnightly podcast brought to you from the UK's risk and insurance management community. Well, this episode 20 will be the last Emmet Talks of the year, and I'd like to thank you all for joining us through, of course, a quite challenging, very upsetting at times, and bizarre 2020. The podcast will be back in March 2021, but before we leave you, I'm delighted to be joined this time by Tim Jones, the Market Transformation Director at Lloyd's, for the next 20 minutes. Blueprint 2, the latest stage of the future at Lloyd's project, was launched on November 5th as the insurance market outlines its plans and strategy to modernise and develop a more efficient and fit-for-purpose ecosystem for today's insurance needs. There is a lot of good information and resources on the Future at Lloyd's websites and there is a link in the episode description to find out more. But Tim was on hand to talk us through why this project is relevant to insurance buyers such as our AMIC members and the direct impact it should have on their experience. And Tim began by providing some background on the future at Lloyd's and where Blueprint 2 takes us up to. Let me first of all take a step back. I mean, you know, Lloyd's as an institution has been delivering services for many, many years. Um, and a year ago, we launched Blueprint One, which was really the North Star vision of where we wanted Lloyd's to move to over the forthcoming years and months. Um, and really that described how we could make Lloyd's a sustainable organization for the future, recognizing so many changes that were going on in the marketplace at the point in time. Um, you know, we needed to make sure that there was access to new capital. We needed to make sure that there were new services that were contemporary, that we made joining the Lloyds franchise more straightforward, um, and that we enabled better um, insight and earlier uh, utilization of some of the more contemporary services that are out there from data analytics through to, you know, more efficient digital processing. And that North Star vision was launched a year ago in a, in a very different world, to be frank. Um, yeah. We've come through this year um, and uh, launched Blueprint 2, as you described, on the 5th of November. And what Blueprint 2 really does is it takes the work that we did in Blueprint 1 and builds it into a very focused set of areas around the key customer journeys that we want people to be working towards in future at Lloyd's over the next forthcoming um, couple of years. Um, our focus is really to make uh, you know, access to Lloyd's market, the Lloyd's marketplace more straightforward, um, to make the customer experience of going through the broad insurance pr processes of getting covered and recovering from loss uh, more efficient, more streamlined, and fundamentally reduce substantial frictional costs that exist in the marketplace today. Um, as we know, you know, Lloyd's has operated uh, you know, across London and the wider global network for quite a number of years, utilizing a, a facility to do a lot of the middle and back office and claims management processing that's shared across the market, Lloyd's and the company market. And one of the key ambitions that we have within Future at Lloyd's is to try and focus on making the data more accurate earlier in the life cycle um, and to make sure that the overall processing of information is more accurate, more speedy, more efficient 
and reduce the amount of errors. I mean, in some areas of our business, there are literally millions of error corrections and data requests to clarify information on policies that really we want to focus on bringing down to a much more manageable level. And by making you know, access to the market more straightforward, getting the data more accurate upfront, we will enable greater contract certainty for our customers and speedier processing through the overall journey of a customer working with their brokers and market participants to get covered and recover from loss. So the essence of Blueprint 2 is all about improving the customer experience, therefore making the Lloyds market more effective and more sustainable moving forward. Yeah, and I think no one would no one would disagree, uh, Tim, that insurance, not just Lloyds, but insurance more generally, has so much um, you know, kind of legacy infrastructure there that needs to be streamlined and, and made more efficient and more fit for purpose. And and you touched on it there t- uh, towards the end of that last answer, Tim, regarding the customer. The customer obviously is in insurance buyers, and and many of those are AMIT members. How will these transformation efforts have you know what kind of direct impact will it have on on those insurance buyers do you think well i think you know it, it is interesting when you talk about customer to really first of all make sure we're clear about who the customer is Look, lloyd's today have 460 organizations working as part of the lloyd's franchise um, from uh, small focused organizations, brokers or carriers that work solely in the London market to gl- large global organizations for whom Lloyd's is a part of their business. Um, and what we need to do together as a marketplace is move the efficiency of that forward um, and to make the uh, experience that our members have um, much better in terms of accurate you know, insight and accuracy of the information they have at hand. Um, the core activity that we're focusing on, and we articulate it in Blueprint 2 as the end customer journey, is to make sure that as the end customer of a broker or, uh, you know, or, 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 or somebody that's supported by a carrier and, uh, and understands and has that insurance policy, their, their experience is improved because all of the market participants, Lloyd's customers, have access to a consistent and coherent set of information that is established cleanly at the point that a policy is bound. If I break the overall value chain down, you know, Lloyd's, Lloyd's is making sure that we work collaboratively with the market and the ecosystem supporting the market to support solutions that provide the placement services to allow brokers and underwriters to negotiate accurately on a core set of information to get to the market price for a particular class of risk or a policy set. Um, from that point of mind, that's what we're going to be focusing on in respect of easing the pathway, collecting more information at the point of bind so that participants, when they then make changes to those policies, add organizations in through a delegated authority binder or require a process of making a claim to notify loss and do the triage activities, we have a much more streamlined way of accessing the information to allow people to negotiate for the best outcome for a client as opposed to negotiating about access to information and making sure that the you know the facts of the matter are fully established. We're 
expecting through the work we're doing to have that information recorded and coherent and av available at the point people in, in the market need to use it. And that's going to be a transformation for the market today um, where you know, oftentimes cycle times can take considerable lengths of time, you know, weeks and months to gain the accurate information that's necessary to complete the contract or complete the claim information. And we want to really focus on driving the key metrics down that are going to both improve cycle times in, you know, support our customers in getting the outcomes that they need at the point that they require their, the support of the insurance industry um, and, and do that through uh, you know, provision and working from a single song sheet that has the accurate information that supports all of the processes. Yeah, that, that does sound that does sound very clear and, and, and quite compelling. Two, two of the areas, Tim, which are highlighted uh, for focus in, in Blueprint 2 are placement improvements and, and, and a new claims platform as well. Could you briefly uh, uh, expand on those two uh, specific areas? Well, Lloyd's is taking a very clear position. Um, so there, there are a number of placement solutions in the marketplace um, and also a number of organizations that have built their own placement and onboarding solutions. And Lloyd's wants to work with everybody. But we want to do so by taking a clear position around the standards that they need to operate to in respect of the information that needs to be collected by the time the negotiations have completed and the placement process gets to a point where bind can occur. Once the placement solutions have developed that information to that level of quality, you know, we're then going to be able to unlock um, the digital processing that we talked about to ensure that the information such as the accounting and the settlement of the monies and the, you know, the, 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 the lodging of the financial positions can happen speedily and in a more automated fashion without substantial requirements for intervention um, and, uh, and further activity. And we're doing that in a couple of ways. We're first of all focusing on supporting organizations in the marketplace that provide uh, placement support services, such as um, you know, the, the PPL solution. Um, and we're working collaboratively with them to help them deliver the next you know, generation of PPL, frankly. But Lloyd's is not only going to provide the standards, but it's going to provide a set of plug-in services that are going to help people attain the standards that Lloyd's is setting. So things, for example, like clause and contract checking services, tax checking services, sanctions checking services, those sorts of solutions, Lloyd's is going to provide them alongside the data standards so that people can incorporate them in their own customized solutions within their businesses, or um, use them embedded within some of the existing placement support services, PPL, Whitespace, et cetera, et cetera, across the marketplace. So that's how we're solving the placement conundrum. And behind that is going to be a set of new streamlined processes to take the enriched information and the enhanced you know, I market reform contract uh, you know, to to drive that through the placement service and into through the bind and into the digital processing to collect the premiums. You then talked about claims and absolutely, there is going to be you know, claims workflow that can drive from all of that data. Um, now, it's important to clarify that Lloyd's is not going to be developing a claims platform per se, 
um, you know, the, the actual process of, of the claims events occurring um, are still going to be the claims platforms that the market participants and the, the underwriters and, and carriers effectively operate for. But what Lloyd's is going to be doing is providing uh, the appropriate solutions to uh, register and triage and get the right collaboration going in a more speedy fashion to expedite the claims process through the overall market infrastructure. Uh, today, it can be somewhat confusing to understand exactly where information is and where claims processes are at in their life cycle. And we want to cut through that by providing clarity and uh, control and if, uh, the ability to visualize as a market participant where, where the work stack is um, and where the activity needs to take place to improve the overall um, cycle time for claims resolution and therefore ultimately improve customer outcomes. And as you can imagine, by making sure that information is available at the point um, of, of notification, uh, that, that reduces a lot of the frictional cost, but it also means we have uh, you know, the relevant secure information that allows people to both not only undertake their claim, use that information to help them you know, feed that back into the pricing decisions in a more timely fashion that the market participants want to make as they, uh, as they move forward and set their pricing for the types of risks that they're placing in the market. Yeah, yeah, sounds sounds good. And obviously, uh, claims I think uh, as more than more than any time at the moment have really come into sharp focus. Anything that can speed up that process and make it more transparent uh, is going to be really really welcomed by members. Just just lastly, Tim, um, obviously the the future at Lloyd's strategy is one that goes back a couple of years now, and and obviously twenty twenty hasn't quite turned out as as we expected it to. I think it's probably understatement of of, of the century. Um, how has the pandemic and obviously the, the work from home um, restrictions, uh, how has that impacted upon these transformation plans? I imagine it's probably made things operationally a bit harder, but it may have also sped up some of, some of the things which were necessary. Well, I think the first thing I would say is that uh, everybody in the marketplace um, has been through an unprecedented period of time over the past period. Um, and uh, what what everybody has done to keep the business flowing, keep business moving, um, and the contingency plans and approaches that have been put in place, uh, people should all be proud of what they've been able to continue. Um, the future at Lloyd's has been impacted just like everything else. But it's enabled us to do a number of things. Uh, you know, earlier this year, we uh, realized we needed to create more of a virtual environment for people to collaborate, um, to replace the room uh, where a lot of business is placed today in Lloyd's. And the virtual room has been stood up in an agile manner. We have a number of market participants using that as the place to collaborate, to meet, to help facilitate um, the, the, in a virtual manner, the things that they used to do physically in the room in uh, One Lime Street. Um, and you know, so, so that, that has been important as a response. But what I think is probably the more strategic point is we've, we've been through what probably would be 20 years of transformation in, you know, in 20 days. We've had to find a model where people can work Forming their business in a way that is so different to how people experienced it, you know, just eight, 10 months ago. And if anything, the fact that we've been able to do it has probably accelerated the drive um, to realizing and understanding why it should be possible 
if we all work together as a market to get to a position where we take out a lot of the frictional cost um, and we continue to take the best bits of what has been the, 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 the experience over the past few months and use those to inform the thinking. Now, I'll say that we've, we've in, been doing a lot of work this year to really make sure we have grounded everything that we have put into Blueprint 2 in research. And it is quite interesting when we go through the research and see how people have changed their minds and informed their positions a little bit based on the impacts that the pandemic has clearly had on the way that we work. Um, and that's informed the solutions that we've been developing and are codified in uh, Blueprint 2. But it has also given us a number of key, you know, key reasons as to why Blueprint 2 is more relevant than ever. Um, you know, we, we know we have had to change this year. We know we have had to adjust a number of things to keep the business flowing. But to make this place sustainable, we're going to need to put in place a number of these Blueprint 2 solutions to build upon that momentum um, and to put more robustness into the overall solution set. Because it's great that we've been able to keep working as we have done, but as we move into a more business as usual model, hopefully next year, the one thing I do hope is that we remember um, what we've been able to accomplish this year in a truly virtual world and recognize that a lot of the solutions we're developing are solutions that are going to enable us to make work more efficient um, and to help people and our customers ultimately um, you know, get access to the Lloyd services at a lower cost in an easier way than they have done hitherto. So yeah, I mean, the, the, the overall development program on Future at Lloyd's has certainly been impacted this year. Um, it has uh, required us to pivot quite efficiently, to slow down a number of things and to speed up some other things that we hadn't contemplated. But all told, what that's done is given us the you know, research grounding to inform the thinking and to drive forward into the overall solutions that we now plan in 2021 and 2022 to work with the market to implement. And so I'm really excited that you know we've got that really well-founded research to build us forward into 2021 and the deliveries that we have to do. And, and actually, I think we have greater alignment across the market than I was imagining we would do because we have had to live through this difficult period. Yeah, absolutely, Tim. I'd, I'd agree with that. I think obviously with this this new environment, obviously we want to go back to so much of the in-person um, collaboration and, and, and business contacts that we all enjoy pre-pandemic. But I think that the pandemic will have given um, a lot more motivation and buy into some of the some of the kind of virtual and technological uh, advances we can make in business as well. And I would just encourage before signing off uh, with Tim, I just encourage uh, any listeners and our members to check out the latest uh, Future at Lloyd's documents and Blueprint 2. We'll put a link to that in the episode description. And Tim, thank you for joining us on Emmet Talks. Thank you for having me. It's been truly a pleasure.